Hey guys, it's Erin back again to talk about our Fierce Girls Summer with Be The Benchmark. There are eight weeks of our Fierce Girls Summer and I am going over each topic week by week. So for those of you at home that don't have the opportunity to hang out with me every Monday evening this summer learning these things that you can have a little taste of the topics that we're going to cover. And for those of you that are local, that are moms that are sending your kiddos to the program, that you kind of have an idea of what they're getting into and ways that you can extend their learning at home. So week number five is where we are at. And for week number five, we are continuing with the seven habits. And so the seven habits of highly effective teens or the seven habits of happy kids are one of the foundational pieces of the Be The Benchmark curriculum. And in week four, we talked about habit number one, be proactive. And in week five, we're talking about habits number two and three because they very much go hand in hand. And habits one, two, and three are actually all about personal decisions that we're making. If you'll remember from last episode, habit number one, be proactive, is all about figuring out what your problems might be in the future and how they're going to come up in your life and making a plan ahead of time, problem solving ahead of time. Well, habit number two is also about thinking ahead. It's called begin with the end in mind. And in a nutshell, that means set goals. Look ahead to where you want to be and have a really clear picture of what that looks like. And that is a way of just setting an intention. And so I do this with the girls a lot in my programs. When we start in September for our nine-month program, we talk about a lot every September. What do you want to feel like and reflect on in May when you've gone through this entire school year when you're at the end of fifth grade or at the end of eighth grade or at the end of sophomore year, what do you want to be able to look back and say that you did or that you experienced or that you've, how you've grown? You know, I want to have a sense of who that person looks like in nine months. And basically we're going to do the same thing with the summer. When you go back to school in the end of August or September, whenever you go back to school, or for our year-round kiddos who go back in July, what do you want to be able to say to your friends or to your teachers about what your summer looked like? What goals did you accomplish? What trips did you take? What activities did you participate in? And how have you grown and changed because of those? So that's really having just a clear picture of what you want that person to look like. And then habit number three, which slides right in next to it, is keep first things first. And in a nutshell, that means prioritize. So when you have that super clear picture in your head of what you want that person, i.e. that person being you, to look like in one month or three months or nine months or a year or five years even, depending on how far out you're looking. With my clients, I usually don't look any more than a year because that's a long time in kid time. Uh, but when you have that really clear picture, then how are you going to set up your time to help that picture become a reality? And in the actually in the Happy Kids book, they talk a lot about making sure you get your schoolwork done before you go out to play, which is kind of ironic because in a lot of ways, 
I feel like our society pushes this schoolwork and academics so hard that kids are not taking enough time to go out and play. So when my kids get home, I usually say, hey, go run around the block a few times, ride your bike, jump on the trampoline, do some sidewalk chalk, kick around the soccer ball, and then you can come back in and do homework. So I actually kind of um, flip that around from the way that the book presents it. But the point being, what is your goal and what do you want to look like? And so for my kids and my goal that that begin with the end in mind pieces, I want my kids to be well-rounded individuals who enjoy the outdoors and enjoy free time and enjoy being with one another as well as responsible kiddos who get their work done and turn their homework in on time and such. And so that's kind of my begin with the end in mind. And so then when I'm talking about keeping first things first, in my opinion, they've been at school all day. So I want them to go outside and play and have fun and enjoy their relationships with one another first. And that's my priority because I know they're going to be able to come in and get their homework done after that. And also studies show that physical activity actually helps your synapses and all that jazz to fire better and your brain to focus more fully so that you can learn more efficiently. So that's one where I think the seven habits book got it a little backwards or a little wrong, but you get the drift. If there is a situation where a child is not prioritizing their work and yet their goal is to get, you know, a 3.0 or a 4.0 average, they're going to need to rearrange their time. Same thing with if they're learning a musical instrument or if they want to audition for an upcoming show and get a lead part, like maybe that's their end in mind is that they have the lead in a show. Well, they're not going to get the lead if they don't practice and if they don't make their auditioning and practicing for their audition a priority and they don't spend time doing that and they just assume it's going to come to them. So figuring out whatever it is that that goal is, uh, it could be a sports goal, an academic goal, an extracurricular goal, a business goal even. There could be any number of of end in minds that they have that will require them to set up their priorities differently and to keep first things first in a different way. And so as parents, I think one of the best gifts that we can give our kiddos is those executive functioning skills as they're called. And I don't know how many of you have have heard them called that, but uh, some Kids are just really good at like keeping their own schedule and their calendar and remembering when things are turned in and keeping their folders neat and all these other things. And other kids are not so great at it. And those are called executive functioning skills, meaning what are the basic life skills that I need to hold down a job and to be on time and to be a responsible citizen and these types of things. And some kids need more instruction than others in these. And I think that implementing habit numbers two and three, like having those goals of what they want their life to look like and then prioritizing and helping them just to set those things up, like set up the calendars and the systems and the processes and help give them the supports they need at different times to follow through with those supports and processes. I can't tell you how many parents I have seen who or heard from who at the age of you know, 14, 15, 16 are all of a sudden like, I don't know why they don't turn anything in on time and they don't do these projects and they don't know what's going on in their school. Like they're old enough, they should have this figured out by now. And the reality is 
probably one of two things happened. One, either their parents did it for them so long that, and then they just expect them to fly on their own. Or two, it was very easy before and then all of a sudden life has ramped up and they didn't build up the skills because all of their stuff was too easy prior and then all of a sudden it got really hard and they didn't have the tools and the skills. And so I really feel like giving kids at every age kind of developmentally appropriate support but also a sense of responsibility of how they're supposed to prioritize and learn these executive functioning skills is really one of the best gifts that we can give them that and a good night's sleep but that is for another podcast so fierce summer week five habit number two and three as you can tell I'm a little passionate about these things and I love them a lot and so I'm excited to hang out with the girls this summer and just make these things fun to learn about to think about to apply to their lives while they're in a supportive group where all the other girls are focused on the same thing and we can really encourage one another and have fun while just really filling our toolboxes with things and habits that are going to really serve us well, not just right now, but into high school, into college, and into our adult lives. So parents, thanks for listening. I hope that this has given you some good ideas for different ways that you can help your kiddos at home, whether it's over the summer or into the school year. And if you have questions, hit me up. I would be more than happy to answer them personally or on this podcast, depending on what your preference is, and the nature of the question. So until next time, this is Aaron Tarr from Be The Benchmark, and we'll touch base again soon.